to me tv reviews i am your host mo and today we are discussing the reasonable doubt y'all yes season one episode seven titled ninja what ninja who y'all remember that song by jay-z right oh, i used to love that song with him and amelia uh loved it anyway i hope everybody's week is going great Thus far, we are at just Tuesday, okay? So I'm going to give y'all a couple more days to make your mind up to see whether it's been a good week or not. But uh, it's going good thus far, hopefully, okay? Whether you are at work, school, or just playing and lounging around for the summer, okay? Y'all be safe out there. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start the episode off, y'all, with Fine Lewis, honey. He is waking up, and we go through his routine, right? He wakes up. He takes a couple of breaths on the bed get his meditation on real quick okay then he start working out then he hit the shower okay then he, it's time to get the kids up and get them to school okay he even did naima hair or put the finishing touches on it yes it looks good okay but we uh leave up out of here though you got to touch these hands okay it's gonna be a good day at school today time to boss up so after that he goes to work and y'all he in the car hold up wait a minute y'all thought i was finished yes that meek mill okay love that song so anyway get to work when his homeboys check on him and he was like oh we're gonna be good to go with this game launching because y'all remember he got a game that he's supposed to be putting out pretty soon so he was like we good to go okay get his coffee and then he go to go pick the kids up so as he's waiting we see hattie or hattie's mom excuse me i forgot what her name is y'all but her kid's name is hattie she comes up to him because they're waiting on the kids to get out and y'all she put the flex on them okay she she tried to lay her lay her game down see if Luz was gonna pick it up and so she came over and she said hey so i've been meaning to give you this for a couple of days now naima left this at the house the other day um but you know things get busy uh with that single life okay and then she apologizes because you know the, the kids have been talking obviously the girls have been talking and she heard about what he and um Jax had been going through and uh, i forgot to tell y'all that she naima had left her bathing suit okay so that's what she was trying to return to him and so she's like you know what just uh go ahead and put my number in your phone that way you know if you ever need a break or if you just need to talk i mean naima can come over whenever I'm her her and hattie they are so perfect okay so if you ever need a break or if you just want to talk here's my number and so he takes down her number y'all and so then she was like i hope we get to talk soon and y'all she got on her little gym where like she just came from working out at the gym okay she looking cute so Lewis, i don't know how lewis took it though his face was saying like Psh, nah not right now like we still trying to work through some stuff but i don't know if he get desperate <laughs> he might just go shoot his shot back okay so anyway after that they pick the kids up and then we see brayden and sarah in the car okay they're on their way to trial and she's asking him is he okay he's like no i'm just on trial for murder okay yeah how, how do you think i'm doing and so 
sorry y'all and so um she ends up mentioning that if he's still upset because she went out the other day she said that she was just hanging with a friend and so then he pulled up the pictures of her and ryan when they met up so i guess you know he did have some intuition okay and he followed that or he got somebody following her and she was like okay so you caught me but i was doing what i had to do to protect this family like i always do okay including you even when you don't know it okay considering the fact that you done effed up the family for the, the past year i've been trying to make sure we hold it together okay this ain't easy for me and so y'all it's time to go to trial and i i'm assuming that they're getting close to uh closing this out so we'll see Ah, uh, yeah before we go to trial y'all sarah asked brayden was kalisha just a cut buddy or did he really have feelings for her and he turned around and looked at her dead in the face and he was like girl I will forever tell you this for the rest of my life, okay? You are my center, okay? Forever and always. I love you, girl. And so she looked at him, and girl, we saw that big old rock on her hand, and I mean, you might have some persuasion to stay, my girl. <laughs> I mean, the competition is literally six feet under at this point, so you might as well. I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> But it seems like for now that they've called a truce and that they're going to try to work on things. So we'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. So Sarah had um, asked him, did you love Kalisha or was she just a cut buddy? And he turns around and look her dead in the face. And he was like, girl, I'm going to tell you forever in the day. OK, I love you. You are my center. And while we all know that he really did love Kalisha, okay, he tells her this and she kind of just looks at him all lovingly and I knew it, okay. So for now, it looks like they might be trying to reconcile things and get back on the good foot. So it's time for trial, y'all. And it's been almost four months since Kalisha has passed away. And so the prosecution ends up calling this last witness who happens to be Fallon. Now, I'm not sure if she's supposed to be their star witness, honey, but it sure wasn't a lot of questions asked. <laughs> so anyway, Fallon is up on the stand, and y'all, she still got these glasses on. And in my head, I'm thinking, did you and Kalisha have the same eyes? Because I'm pretty sure if those are prescription glasses that, um, yeah, no, the strengths are not going to be the same. You're going to hurt your eyes, girl. So anyway... <laughs> They got her up on the stand, and they're asking her about, you know, what Kalisha did as far as her and Brayden's uh, relationship. And she said that she helped Brayden build that company. And when he, he tried to cut her out of what she felt like she was owed, that's when, you know, things got messy, and then she got dead. And so then he asked her about um, the email that she said that Kalisha had typed to her a few weeks or days before she got murdered and um, he asked her to read the email. So she read the email and basically Kalisha was saying, hey Fallon, you know, I didn't want to call you and talk about it because I'll probably, you know, just ball up in a, a thing of tears. But um, 
you were right all along. He never was going to leave his wife. And I can't believe that someone who said that I was his center, he just told his wife that she was the center, that I was his center not too long ago is now betraying me like this. All right. And so she says that she wants to set up a meeting with Good Morning, Good Morning America and go on there and basically blast his ass. Okay, and she'll talk to her later. And so as we see the center part, honey, they go back to Sarah, who is sitting in the crowd. And y'all, that look on her face. Ooh, I bet you she was seething. Okay, if looks could kill, Braden would be dead 10 times over. Okay, but get the jury trying to hang his ass. So anyway, that's all that they have for Kalisha, uh, for Fallon. And so prosecution uh says that you know uh, apparently his love was i guess translated to pain and so his pain was him possibly uh killing her as well and so he has no more questions for her so now it's time for Jax to cross-examine and so Jax get up there and she goes on the fact that her and kalisha had got into an altercation to which Fallon ended up slapping the taste out of Kalisha's mouth on behalf of Morgan because Kalisha had kicked Morgan out of her apartment. And so she was like, yeah, but I was just defending my daughter. And Jax was like, okay, no more questions. Because your pain can be translated, your love for Kalisha can be translated into pain as well, which can mean that you also possibly killed her. And so then she's like, I was just trying to protect my daughter and defend my daughter. He killed her. He killed her. I said no more questions. <laughs> and that was it, y'all. That's all I asked Fallon. Like I said, it was short, sweet, and simple. So it's the next day. They're at the office. And now it's time for Jax to start calling all of her witnesses, okay? And so her and her crew are meeting up, and they are going through, you know, the whole strategy part of it. And they're going through some of the key pieces of evidence that they have as far as coordinating with the witnesses. And so as they're going through, like, one of the reports that the CSI people have produced for them, she noticed that in the middle of the report that the pages were different like the the print the printing paper it was different okay so you got uh, a piece of paper that's like this eggshell looking white color then you got like crisp white you know printer paper and then you got the eggshell again and so she was like wait a minute go back and so she says that that don't make sense for the paper to look different in the middle of a report why would you change the printing paper for one, one sheet okay and so she's basically come to the conclusion that something must have happened to the original copy or the original report so she tell daniel to get on that okay meanwhile she over there looking at her phone to see if damon done text her back it's been a week y'all and she done hit him up a few times and he done left her on red <laughs> damn damon i guess your feelings really was hurt so lewis is picking the kids up from school and he says hi to Naima first and then when Spence gets in the car he's like acting like nothing is out of the ordinary 
But as soon as Spence gets settled, y'all, he was like, oh, so you forged my signature? It's like, what you talking about? Y'all, Spence done forged Lewis's signature. He done got two Ds on his, like, in his math class. And so Spence comes up with the excuse that he left his book at mom's house when they were swapping the kids, right? And so he didn't have a chance to study. And so Lewis found out about it because his teacher hit him up and suggested that he get a tutor for the class. And so Lewis was like, yeah, no, okay, save the excuses for your mama because you're going to have to explain all of that to her. And that's exactly what we see next, y'all. So Spence is at the house in front of Jax and Lewis. Come on, United Front. And um, she was like, oh, hell no, nah. okay? That's one thing that we do not tolerate in this house is lying, okay? We'll figure out the gray situation later. But for now, because you lied and you forced your daddy's signature, the audacity, no TV, no games, no friends, and oh, no cell phone. Ooh, you know you done hurt their feelings once you snatch that phone, baby, okay? Cut off all communication. And so he hand his phone over, y'all. Go to your room. <laughs> so Lewis is like, you know what? I ain't got time for this, okay? This is too stressful. I'm finna go home. I'm finna smoke. And I'm finna try to forget that this day ever happened. And so she's like, dang, that sounds like a really good idea. Don't it, though? So that's what they do, y'all. They end up smoking together, okay? Outside, in front of a nice little uh, fire pit. Y'all, it's it's a scene, okay? It's real cute. So they high as hell, right? They laughing and, and joking about Spence and his reaction to him being grounded and when they took his phone, his facial expression, y'all. They are tripping, okay? They start talking about a trip that they had took that one time to Kenya. Or was it Tanzania? Nah, it was Kenya because Jack said she planned that trip, okay? She know what she doing. And so then, um, out of the blue, y'all, Lewis kisses her. And she kisses him back, okay? They finna have a whole scene out here on the back porch. But then her phone rings, y'all. And so Lewis was like, don't answer that. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. And she says, no, I have to. This is the medical examiner. Remember, she was waiting on the report to come back. And so she goes to answer the phone, y'all. And Lewis was like, F this, all right? You wanted to answer that phone. You didn't have to. They could have easily left a voicemail. But, you know, I guess <laughs> with trial, honey, this is somebody's life on the line. I got to do what I got to do. And so he ended up leaving. When it seems like they always taking one step forward, y'all, it's two steps back. So Lewis is waking up again, y'all, and he a little groggy this time, okay? He slept good, he ate good before he went to sleep, but, uh, yeah, waking up in an empty bed is not so great. So, um, his brother calls him, so he calls his brother back, and, um, he's just checking on him, because he hadn't talked to him in a few days, and so he says that it's been super crazy, you know, with the game, and... He had the kids, and, whoa, what you mean you had the kids? <laughs> and so he goes ahead and confesses that him and Jax have been separated for a few months, and how he has been uh, renting out an Airbnb for the last couple of months, just until they figure out what's going on, okay? 
And the reason why he didn't bring it up to his brother um, the last time he saw them at the show is because he knows how much he loves Jackson. So Terrence was like, in true brother fashion, hey, she don't mean shit to me unless y'all together, okay? If you ain't effing with her, I ain't effing with her. That's it. That's all. (laughs) So anyway, Daniel goes to the police precinct or whatever office, and he meets up with one of his homegirls, and she's giving, like, sibling of Lori Harvey vibes in a a police uniform. She's very pretty, okay? So he makes a few jokes about trivia night and how he didn't get to see her last week, and she says that it was her sister's birthday. Okay, who who loves their sisters, okay? Not me. And then she looked at him real real weird, and he was like, oh, I adore my sister. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So anyway, he mentioned something about the, uh, the coroner's report. And speaking of, here's the girl that he needs to talk to, okay? And so he mentions how he hadn't seen her at Trivia Night in a few weeks, okay? That we took y'all out, that must have messed y'all up pretty bad, huh? Hurt your egos pretty good. So he ends up asking her for the official draft and or the original draft. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I had to uh, edit something on there. Okay, well, what did you have to edit? she doesn't say so just then Jax calls him and he tells her what's going on with the original draft and he asks the old girl do i need to subpoena it or you gonna you gonna hand it over willingly and so she says you know what keep up the good work that gives me an idea i'll call you back so she ends up calling a girl named liliana and she ends up asking her for a favor but we don't see what that favor is Okay, and so then um, we go over to Damon and his brother, and CJ is explaining that get rich quick scheme that he came up with to Damon. Okay, so basically it involves them bringing like some premium cars in um, after they get the go ahead to, I guess, maybe transport them or before they transport them out to other cities to big dealerships and they're basically going to swap the parts out okay so they're going to swap the parts for lower parts to go on the high dollar new version of the cars and put the high dollar um, parts on the cars that they have in the shop to sell them at um, uh, uh, upscale price excuse me y'all upscale prices so he was like damn and you came up with this by yourself and so he was like, yeah, well, not really, okay? This chick that I was messing with, this housewife from Atlanta, she got bored, and then her mind went dark, and so she came up with this idea. She used to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff back in the day, okay? Maybe you should get you a bored housewife. Oh, he got him a housewife, all right, but she, well, she ain't no housewife, but he got him a wife, and she ain't bored either. So he was like, nah, I'm good. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know what? Mm-mm, you the only one I trust. He was like, oh, that's so sweet. So he goes to explain it one more time, all right? So, y'all, I still feel like this is going to get him hemmed up some kind of way. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it just yet. So Jax is in her office, and she's still working on some stuff when Autumn pays her visit. And, y'all, she's got food. 
food yes mac and cheese mm, and it's still warm hey girl you are my best type of friend okay bringing me some homemade food and it's warm yes so autumn says that she just wanted to stop by because she knows how her friend gets when she's in the middle of a trial or you know a deep case and so she just wanted to show her some love and bring her some food to warm her belly yes i love it so she drops that off and before she leaves she closed the door and she was like how is vacation bay how's all that going and so she says that yeah it's it's really not okay he wants something that i'm just not ready to give right now shoot i don't even know what i want honestly and so she says i usually don't offer unsolicited advice but um let me go ahead and give you this little nugget so she goes on to say that she's currently working with a client who is getting sued because she went on a vacation trip with a guy and by the time they got done or got to the destination the guy was expecting her to put out right and she didn't want to and so she ended up telling autumn that she knew that if she would have told him up front how she didn't expect or how she, how he shouldn't expect to get anything from her in return besides just providing a free vacation then she probably wouldn't have been able to go on the free vacation in the first place and so the point of the story is our actions have consequences okay and it's better that you be upfront with somebody especially if you're messing with them about the intentions that you have for y'all's potential relationship whether it's good or it's a dud okay because if not stuff can get sticky and so Jax heeds her advice and she thanks her for that little nugget and she thanks her for the mac and cheese and then she goes on her way all right that's some really good advice autumn be be upfront and honest about what your intentions are especially if uh it comes to matters of the heart so then we go over to uh lewis lewis is at the store and he's doing a little shopping when he run into jt who is chanel's husband and so he was like yeah you know i'm just trying to fill my fridge with stuff besides beer and juice boxes and so jt apologizes because he heard about the separation and he was like damn dog you know chanel tried that stuff a while ago and i just end up putting my foot down okay i left feminist bs it wasn't working on me i told her we got feelings too bro okay and so now she back at home she acting right as if nothing ever happened and so he was like man i can't wait till the day that happened to me well don't hold your breath for too long lewis you might end up suffocating so uh, so anyway um he says you know just enjoy this time while you while you separated enjoy the single life for right now while you got some time by yourself come out and enjoy the la streets and so then he uh invites him to a boxing watch party that him and his homeboy is throwing and he was like you know just come on okay enjoy yourself and he tell him to rest up because it's, it's gonna be lit right so then we go over to damon Brent comes through uh, at the shop, and he's got a letter. Oh, after Autumn left, I forgot to tell y'all that Jax had wrote a letter to Damon, okay? And so I'm guessing 
since he's not answering her text messages now she decided to reach him this way so Brent comes through and he's got a letter from the law office and so he was like you ain't in trouble is you no I'm not okay and so then um he says you know uh I appreciate you for covering for me the last time that he went over curfew and so he was like yeah that's cool so he ended up paying him some money and so he was like you know um i got you now that we cool we friends or whatever i i can cover you anytime you need you just say the word and so then damon was like you know i usually don't pay my friends for doing favors for me so if you want since we're friends you can go ahead and hand me back that money dog and so Brent was like hell no i ain't doing that <laughs> He didn't say that, y'all, but he just kind of looked at Damon like, uh, you ain't getting this money back. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so Lewis ends up running into Chris, who is um, Sally's husband, okay? And so he was like, I didn't expect to see you here, okay? He said that Sally had took the kids with her to her mom's house, and so he free for the weekend, well, minus this play date, okay? Act like a dude can't be alone by himself. And so then he ended up asking him where somebody is. And he was like, bro, that's my cousin by marriage. All right, we good. And so then um, JT comes in and they playing Young Dolph. And JT is showing his ass, per huge, okay? Dancing all up on the girls. It's going to be a long night, looks like. So then we go over to Jax. She's telling the kids to come on down and enjoy some food. And so they come down, and Naima starts asking, can they watch Soul tonight? And Spence is upset because apparently this is Naima's fave, okay? This is her go-to. That movie is so good, y'all. I love that movie. So, ooh, it's so heartwarming. It brings the tears to your eyes a few times. It's real cute. Or maybe I'm just super sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, if you have not seen Soul, although it is a kitty movie, y'all, it's so sweet, okay? Watch it with your kids. Or watch it by yourself if you got some time. So anyway, um, he complains about her always wanting to watch that movie. And so Spence brings up the fact that he really doesn't care what what they watch at this point. Because all of his friends are going to be his, at his homeboy's Landon's house. And he's going to be the only outcast that's not there. And so Jax ends up giving in. And she was like, you know what? You can go to Landon's house. Okay, call his mama and ask her to come pick you up and oh don't don't tell your dad okay you still grounded though but you can go to Landis tonight for good behavior and so i guess it's just gonna be her naima watching soul watch soul watch soul okay ow so then we go back over to lewis and him he's walking around and you can tell that this is definitely not his scene okay but he ends up running into tony that's hattie's mom okay that's a workout babe. So she he ends up running to her again. And y'all, she got her hair down this time. Okay. She's looking even cuter than she did the first time. And so basically, she set the thirst trap. Okay. And so they start talking about how um, you know, this is really not his uh this is really not his atmosphere here. This this ain't his thing here. He had tried to tell a joke earlier but it didn't land and so then she mentions how she heard that he was a game designer via jacks at one of the little uh mom coffee things and so um then they get get on divorce and how she spends her time now doing pilates and spending more time with the kids 
well, how do you spend your time? Okay, he says that he throws himself into work. Okay, he says, you know, divorce, uh, I can kind of understand it, but I don't think I'm ready to be alone yet. Well, who says that you have to be alone? She give him the eye, she sip on her drink, and then she walk away. Come on, Tony, set in the thirst trap. Y'all's loose don't fall for it. He might just give in to it. Nah, loose good dude. I don't, I don't know y'all. So anyway, uh, we go back over to Damon. Damon finally opens up the letter that Jax has sent him, and she basically apologizes for how she has left him, um, in a mixture of feelings. Okay, um, and she feels sorry for that because she does not have a definitive answer that she is ready to give him just yet, and so she says she knows that. You know, she wasn't expecting him to come back into her life this quickly and as effectively as he did. And so, although she doesn't have an answer for him, if he still wants to proceed with what they have going on their situationship, then that would be great. And if not, then, you know, she'll understand and he can move on. But if he still wants to go ahead with the situationship, then she told him to meet. Uh, at their usual spot tomorrow night. I'm pretty sure he's going to end up showing up, y'all. Are Jackson Lewis going to get separated? Because I feel like there's so many windows of opportunity that are opening up right now. And like I said, every time they take a step forward, they end up taking two steps back. And so I'm not sure if they're just in the right space to be together right now. I'm not saying that you should just give up on a marriage that quick, but... I don't know. It's complicated. So, Lewis, Chris, and JT end up meeting up at the party again. And JT asks Lewis, has he handled the whole Jack situation? And, y'all, the way that JT be talking, it's clear that he has no respect for not only Chanel, but for just women in general, right? Fuck that whole... Uh, we got feelings too, bro. No, you're just an ass, okay? That's all it is. A narcissistic ass, that. So, he starts asking Lewis, has he handled the whole thing with Jax? He starts to explain that no, okay, he he tried putting his foot down and it didn't go so well the last time. So then, um, Chris mentions that maybe they should try couples therapy, okay? Him and Sally had went to it. Uh, initially when things started to get a little rocky with them, like in the beginning of their relationship, and it really helped them lay a solid foundation. But JT is on some, oh, F what these women got to say. You know, the people at Jax's job was probably, like, boosting her up because she does her thing at work. She's a boss bitch at work, this, that, and the third. And Chanel, she got that same type of mentality or whatever, but she's a stay-at-home, okay? She rich, she cute, she got money, she got a nanny, she don't work. I take care of everything from the the toilets to the toilet paper, okay? All of it. To the, to the car she drive, all of it. She ain't got to lift a finger. But she still try to give me attitude. So guess what? I'm going to put my foot down because I'm a man and I demand respect, okay? And I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, Chanel didn't even give me permission to have this party because I shouldn't have to ask for it. I'm just going to do what I want to do, okay, and F on who I want to F on. Y'all, he is an F boy, okay, with a ring on. That's it. So, 
Lewis is going back and forth about, you know, in between taking JT's advice about putting his foot down and explaining to Jax that he wants her and he demands some time and attention from her or should he go to couples therapy? But see, he don't want to go to couples therapy because he feels like Jax is just looking for somebody to co-sign how she feel. And so then they also talking to, they also talk about how Lewis sacrificed everything when they were in their in earlier stages of their relationship and how, you know, he waited for Jax to go through school and do all of that before he decided to start up his video game stuff. And so he says he left all of his family on the East Coast, came out here with her, stayed home with the kids, you know, just did all of that. And so Chris is saying, bro, you agreed to do that stuff. So how can you expect her to basically reciprocate that now? Like, you, that was years ago. And you're still holding that against her. You still expect her to do that, but that's not who she is. Okay? And so... Lewis got some thinking to do. So, after JT walks off, Chris um, says that he's going to get ready to head out, okay? Um, because JT is looking at Chris like he a sin. And Chris is like, look, I'm going to leave because if I leave now, I won't have to lie about something that I saw later. Meaning he know JT be on some BS. So, this gives Lewis you know, something to think about. But Chris is out of there, okay? He ain't got time to be caught up in no mess that ain't his. So, Lewis ends up like, oh, so we go over to Jax. Jax is watching Soul with Naima. Well, she she watching it by herself because Naima don't fell asleep when she ends up calling Lewis, right? So, Lewis tries to answer the phone um on his end but he can't find a, he's looking for a place to talk within the house because you know all this music and stuff is playing so he tried to find an empty room and y'all when he opens up one of the doors to one of the rooms why is jt having a threesome with tony and some other random broad yes he is smashing some girl while some girl is doing whatever she's doing to tony see you just thought tony you just looking for a pole to hop on Okay, so and then JT, come on, man, why? Why are you even still married at this point? Because you talking about you surviving day to day, how you don't have no respect for Chanel, really, but you a provider? Like, no, okay, I'd rather be broke than have somebody throwing this shit up in my face all the time. So he goes over to Jax's house after he left the party, and they get into an argument again, and. He's basically telling her, you know, that he has feelings too, and he wants her to to just be with him, okay, and respect how he feels, and she's like, you know, how you gonna hold the fact that I'm doing what I love against me? You resent me for that, and I resent you for holding it against me, okay? So we, we're not really gonna get anywhere with that, okay? Neither one of us are happy. And so Lewis tries to defuse the situation, and he was like, I just want you, but it seems like you don't want me. And so Jax was like, you know, I just need more time. And Lewis was like, I don't think that I can give you much more time. Oh, that sounds like an ultimatum. Well, this time I'm actually going to keep my promise here, that if you don't basically give me 
what I'm expecting soon, then he gonna be out the door. Okay? This is this is a promise that he's gonna keep this time. So now Jack's got some thinking to do, y'all. Like I said, they always one step forward, two steps back. So Lewis goes home and he's just all around his room thinking, contemplating about what his next move is gonna be between him and Jax. And then we go to the next day. Okay, so he ends up going to the birthday party for Chanel and JT's baby girl. And he's talking to JT and JT was like, so did you have a good time at the boxing watch party last night? And he was like, uh, it wasn't what I expected. Okay, that final match, the final event was not what I expected at all. Talking about walking into JT and his threesome. And so he was like, did you find your a sparring partner? No, because they were all taken. Okay. And so JT basically tells him, look, okay, me and Chanel are, we are what we are. Okay, we good. She's happy. And he ends up asking um, JT, are they in an open marriage? And he was like, hell no. Okay. But he doing what he got to do, I guess, to stay happy in a marriage, even though Chanel is not aware of what he's doing at all. Okay. And so he was like, look, I'm just renting people out just for a temporary time. I don't own nobody. So I guess this is what Chris meant when he said that he needs to leave. So he he ain't got to lie. Okay. That ain't got to be on his conscience. So meanwhile, as JT is saying all this, Lewis is looking over at Jax and um, we go over to Chanel and them. Jax is helping Chanel and Tony. Yes, Tony, the same girl who was smashing JT last night is helping chanel her friend whoo y'all that term people be using that term too loosely okay so anyway they all share a look um and i oh that is so messy and so she's helping them stuff goodie bags and then they say happy birthday to baby girl. And as you know, Chanel and JT share a kiss. Wow. This oh oof. He was just kissing on some random broad last night. Um, he is for the streets, y'all. So as he's kissing Chanel, Lewis is having his own flashbacks of when him and Jax were having good times, right? He really wants to make this work with her. And so they're finna get ready to leave. Of course, Naima doesn't want to go, but he's got his game launched, so they got to leave a little bit early. So Chanel holds him back just for a second, and he, uh, she ends up thanking him for coming, and she's so glad that you know him and JT were able to hang out, and how him and Jax hopefully can get back to what they used to be. And so he ends up asking her, "Has Jax mentioned anything to to her lately?" And so she was like, "Have y'all been talking?" Well, yeah, but it's not really the conversations that we need to be having. But yeah, sure, we've been talking. He don't tell her that. He just say yeah. And so she ends up saying that that's why she seems a lot lighter. She seems happier all of a sudden, right? And so as Chanel is saying this, of course, he puts on a smile. But as soon as she walks away, Lewis realizes that somebody else is making his girl happy. Okay, Jack's been stepping out during this separation. And so speaking of Jax, Jax is getting her her back fully blown out by Damon, right? 
having a very passionate moment, okay? And so as they're doing their thing, he's whispering in her ear that he wants to be more than just hotel sex and sneaking around. And so he tells her to promise him. And of course, as they are reaching the mountaintop, she says that she promises. Ooh, Lord, he gonna hold her to that. I know she gonna end up regretting the words later. Damon, the red flags, y'all, as fine as he is, and it's usually the fine ones that got all the red flags. The red flags are popping, y'all, popping. Because she she blatantly told him her expectations. And yet here you are trying to force me to promise you something that I'm clearly not willing to give you yet. So after they reach the mountaintop, she goes to hop in the shower. And as she's hopping in the shower, y'all, her phone starts chiming, okay? She's getting some text messages that are coming through. And guess who they're from? They're from Will, okay? So we know that because guess what? Damon decides to pick up her phone and look at her text messages. And because she's like me, I don't have a lock on my phone because my kids be using my phone, okay? So there's no reason for me to lock my phone. But he goes through her phone and he sees the notifications popping up and he's reading them, right? So Will done sent her like three different text messages saying that he doesn't care what happened between them, but he needs to talk to her really soon, okay? It's about something very important. And y'all, I just don't have a good feeling about that because y'all know that they smashed and I'm not sure if it was protected or not, but he ends up deleting the messages, deleting them. And she asked for him to join her in the shower. And so, of course, as he puts the phone back, we see a, a shot of the condom, the condom wrappers, right? So she used protection with him, but I'm not sure if they put that in the the shot because they wanted us to think about whether or not she used protection with will because their intimate moment was very like spur of the moment it was very you know just out the blue okay and spontaneous so i'm not sure if she used protection with him but when somebody tell you that they need to talk okay and you was just a smash and dash we ain't got no other type of connections familial wise or you know, friend-wise, then it's got to be something bad, okay? But we gonna see. But anyway, he deletes those messages, so she's not gonna even see those. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't have a good feeling about none of these dudes, aside from Louis. So, Louis goes to Mama Lou to have a whole discussion about how He's not sure where his and Jack's relationship is headed. And so she convinces him that, you know, they're just going through a rough patch. And so he says that, you know, he's not sure this time. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe she's found happiness in another man's arms. And so she says that maybe, um, you know, Jax is really guarded. She has some very tough issues that she had to get through growing up, of course, with and so then she gives examples of when her and Paul were going through their rough patch. Of course, they ended up splitting um, for 10 years. And then when he came back, he made promises that he was going to be a new man. Okay. And so, you know, he started doing all these romantical things for her. And so he was like, well, Jax is not really the romantic type. But she says, you know, if the right man makes all the right romantic moves, then any woman would be 
uh, you know, enticed to get romantically back involved with a person. So maybe not all hope is lost at this point. So now it is Jax's turn to go ahead and throw her expert witnesses and all of her other witnesses up on the stand. Okay. And so her first one that she calls is Liliana. And Liliana, she is an expert in all things criminal. Okay. She's a criminologist expert. So you talking about forensics files, CSI on 10. Okay. She is on 10. So Jax had got her to uh, give her expertise on the crime scene. And so she says that when she looked over the crime scene, she noticed that there was an extra fingerprint on the murder weapon, y'all, okay? Not necessarily on the stem that was used to kill Kalisha, but it was on the bowl of the wine glass, okay? So the upper part of it. And so she says that when she ran the print, it did not come back as a match to neither Kalisha nor Brayden. So there's definitely another potential murder suspect out there y'all who do y'all think it is okay and so then now it's time for mike to do his cross-examination and he mentions how she had botched um her last crime scene that she had worked and that was her reason uh that was the reason that she was terminated from her department and so she says that she, yes, she did botch. Okay, it was a mistake that she had made, but she was literally given no notice before she was demoted and fired, okay? And so as a result of this swift action from the department, she ended up suing them because she felt like she was being discriminated against because she was the only Latina that was at her rank, which is pretty damn high in the department, okay? So she did what she had to do. And so it's time for them for Jax to re-examine her and so Jax ends up asking her how many cases did she work while she was working for the department and she said that it was close to 400 y'all she was putting in work okay and so Jax ends up asking her out of almost those 400 cases how many did you botch and she said one I only messed up one and there was nothing else that needed to be said on that. So now it's time to uh, bring up the the other uh, witness, which I don't know what that lady's name is, but this is the original CSI uh, worker for that crime scene, okay? It's the lady that um, Daniel was making fun of about trivia night when he went to the precinct earlier, okay? So we, we call her to the stand. And so basically... Jax brings out the point that the reason that the original draft was not given or wasn't put into evidence is because her lieutenant asked her to omit the fact that there was an extra fingerprint there. Either that or she just ne neglected to see it altogether. Okay? So... She says that um, she had to omit or, yeah, she had to edit the original draft because um, they wanted her to basically, like, condense it, okay? 
it was too much and so they wanted her to condense it down and she ended up leaving out the fact that there was that fingerprint the extra fingerprint that was there either that or like i said she neglected to see it all together but either way either her or the lieutenant or both are going to end up losing their jobs because this is a high profile case and so after Jax throws the hammer down on that because mike ain't got nothing to say Daniel was like, damn, girl, you did that, okay? But clearly, this is not enough for Jax. Jax wants to know who that third print belonged to. And so Daniel makes the point that Liliana said whoever it was, they're not logged in the database, which means they haven't committed any criminal offenses to put them in the system. And so she was like, I don't care, okay? We need to figure it out. We need to find out who that print is. Who do y'all think the print is going to come back to once they collect the job? Is it going to be Ryan, Fallon, or Sarah? It's got to be somebody that we already know. It's got to be one of those three. We'll see. So Damon is still at the shop, and CJ comes over and is like, hey, bro, don't forget to get those VIN numbers off of those cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'll get it. I'll remember. Okay? And then he hurry up and rush off because he got to go be hot in the pants with Jax. So he get in the car, and CJ spots them kissing. And he looked like, damn, he finna get caught up. So Lewis goes to go try to see if he can find Jack. So he goes to the house um, and he finds that Jax is not there, but uh, the babysitter is in place of. And so he asks where she went to and she says that she's not sure. All she said was that she, was with, she went to go have coffee with a friend. Is it Autumn? Uh, no, she didn't say, okay, but she did leave an emergency address, okay, and a phone number just in case. Uh-oh. Y'all. Why she tell that man that? Mm. Oh, this is not going to be good. So Jackson Damon are sitting down, and they are having a cup of coffee, okay, and he's telling her how he used to like almond milk, but baby, since he done got a hit of that oat milk, it be hitting. And I'm not sure if he's just talking about oatmeal in oat milk in general with like coffee, but baby, I have tried oat milk by itself, and yeah, no, okay, I I just cannot get into it. It tastes like you put some oats together and you literally drink drink them, okay? Like, no, it's not hidden, Michael Ely Damon. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love me some almond milk, okay? So anyway, they're sitting down having this cup of coffee, and she starts touching him, like, real romantic, like, okay, like, all on his beard, and he was like, girl, don't start nothing that you can't finish, and she was like, oh, baby, I always finish, okay? So they're talking real nasty to each other, okay? Just real cute, right? So then her phone rings. It's Louis. And she lets it go to voicemail. But y'all know that Lewis is sitting outside in his car watching them. And I was like, I knew it was going to happen. Oh, my gosh. So, y'all, they're playing Tyler, the creator, right? He's talking about how he got betrayed and, you know. So, Lewis get out the car and I'm like, oh, no, Lewis, don't you catch a case. Don't you catch a case. Okay, both of y'all finna get locked up. What's the point? Please don't do it. Okay? Somebody got to think about the kids. And he does, y'all. He thinks about it twice, and he was like, nah, F that. Okay? He get back in his car. Ooh, thank you. 
Thank you. Okay. And so he instead takes his wedding ring off. He is done, done. Done, son. So I'm sure Jack is getting her back blown out, y'all. He is going to get ready to blow out Tony. Yes, Tony, the girl who was with Jax and Chanel the other night, the other day, fixing goodie bags. He's going to get ready to blow her back out, okay? So, <laughs> so it's the next morning, and Jax wakes up to a phone call from Mama Lou, and Mama Lou has some unfortunate news, okay? Paul is in the hospital, and it ain't looking good, y'all. And so Jax was like, don't worry, Mama, it's going to be okay. I'm on the way. And I'm sure she's got mixed feelings about it because I'm pretty sure that Paul was putting his hands on her in a very inappropriate way. I'm sure he was fondling her. Ugh. Anyway, I'm sure they'll address it and Mama Lou will, you know, just go ahead and come out with it in her own time. But in the meantime, Jax is on her way. So then we go over to Lewis. And Lewis calls his brother back, and he was like, yeah, no, I think I'm done with Jax for good this time. And all Terrence can say is the F-bomb. And that's the way the episode ends. Y'all, it was a lot going on, okay? I know my friend Toya told me that I was going to be in my fields for this episode, and boy, was I in my fields. When he took that ring off, I was like, damn, 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 Lewis. Uh, y'all, I was holding out hope against hope that they would get back together. And maybe they will find their way back. But I feel like they're going to go, they're going to have to go through something super extreme for them to find their way back to each other. But for right now, it's a wrap. Okay. But this was a really good episode. I'm not sure about the red flags on Diamond. I'm sure Tony got some red flags. I mean, he literally just saw her screwing around with JT. So she just a pass around, I guess. Are y'all going to run a train on her? Like, I, yeah, no, okay. It's something for the homies. Like, I, I just can't get with it, okay. But let me know what y'all think about this episode. It was a lot in one, in one. Okay, let me know what y'all think. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Re- Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I love y'all. Thank you for sticking around. I know this episode was really long, but it was a lot, y'all. Shout out to Toya. And then also, y'all, I forgot at the beginning of the episode, shout out to my best friend, my sister from another mister. Okay, Joe, happy anniversary to you and my brother may y'all continue to have a loving a loving uh, blissful marriage i love y'all okay y'all please be safe out there if you uh are going somewhere you know just be out and about keep your head on the swivel because the world is crazy okay i love y'all i hope y'all continue to have a wonderful week And uh, until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.